Welcome everyone, I'm Katie Shepard. And I'm Carissa Kane. And we are talking about identity today, which I am super excited about. I think a lot of times with identity, we have these sheets that we hand out, who I am in Christ, and those are mm-hmm. so wonderful. They have a ton of scripture. You can hang them on your wall. Yeah. But unless you're like actively looking at it and memorizing those scriptures, sometimes it can fade away. So for me personally, one of the things I've loved to do is, God, show me how you see me. And I tell people that in sessions too. Why don't you invite God to show you how he sees you, how Mm -hmm. he's created you, even your gifts that he's put inside of you. And so before I came to Christ, I was very (laughs) much known as a sassy person. And sassiness is not bad. But the way I did it, it was like, nobody better mess with Katie because she will write you, a, <laughs> rip you a new one. Yep. Don't mess with her. And I prided myself in that. Of I I love that. I yeah. love that about myself. I love that I was known for that. And boom, that was like my boldness and my courage, I guess. That was your identity. <laughs> yeah, that was my identity. There you go. So as I come to Christ, one of the things I struggled with is, Lord, you know, I don't want to, quote unquote, lose myself, which is funny because that's all that Christianity is, is dying to your old self. Yeah, yeah. But the part that I missed the most is like, I like this sassiness, but I was being heavily, heavily convicted mm. because of it, because mm. I was sinning in it. Mm. And so I'm crying out to God one time in my room during my alone time with him. And I'm like, Lord, I don't want to let this go. Like, I love this part of me. And he spoke very clearly and he said, I put that in you, Mm. but the enemy has come and twisted it. And now he's using it for his glory and for his kingdom. So let me refine that in you. That's still going to be a part of you. Mm, That's good. But I'm going to use it for my kingdom and for my purposes. Yeah, that's so good. I think what's really good for parents to understand is that God, when he creates us, right, he creates us right then and there. Mm. He doesn't just like give you little nuggets throughout your life. It's like, no, I've created you. The gifts are even in you as a child. And so like being a parent and seeing like my children grow, I'm starting to see like the giftings that God has placed in them. And even asking the Lord, like, Lord, help me to see the areas I may struggle with with them. Help me to see what you meet, what you meant that for. Mm. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Like my daughter is very strong willed, Mm -hmm. but God is saying, I've created her to be a leader. Yep. She's going to be a shepherd. So I need to know, and the only way I can know is by the power of the Holy Spirit, because I get stuck in my flesh if I'm (laughs) apart from him, is how to refine that for her, to help her grow in that, and not allow the enemy to use that for his kingdom. Mm -hmm. So that is is a really good point, Katie. That was really good. Yeah. I think uh, spiritual gifts, too, are really important, just like you were talking. A lot of people don't even know what their spiritual gifts are. Or if you look at the fivefold ministry where it talks about shepherd, apostle, mm, evangelist, yeah. um, what is it, teacher, yep. and what, pa- pastor? I don't pastor. know, I missed one. Yeah. There's five of them. Once <laughs> <laughs> um, you identify with that, it's like it gives more revelation to the, the scripture that says we're a part of a body. And each body part, ha- body part has its certain function. Yeah. If you don't know your function... You're just going to be sitting back, not operating in the body of Christ. And that hurts God's heart, but it's also hurting the body of Christ. Right. So, so Katie, how has um, the Lord refined this sassiness, if you will? Has he given it a new word, um, a new name, and how are you? Tenacity. <laughs> there you go. Seriously, Joyce, who used to mentor me, and I sat under her for two and a half years and trained in this Unmasked Ministries, mm-hmm. um, she would say that all the time to me. Like, I see this tenacity in you. And for the longest, I was like, I don't know what she's talking about. Because, see, (laughs) I I saw the sassiness as a bad thing. 
Mm. And so I just kind of stuffed it down every time it came up and stuffed it down. But actually, in ministry, you have that tenacity. Mm. There's a whole nother level. When you go into prayer... Yeah, totally. <laughs> and you're praying and you're warring on behalf of a brother or sister in Christ. Yeah. And you have tenacity. Oh, that upsets the enemy. Right. Because <laughs> you're walking in your authority. Yeah. Right? So once God grabs a hold of you and he's like, hey, guess what? I'm going to show you and tell you who I created you to be. You now understand your power and authority in him and you can move in that freely. Yeah. That's beautiful. Yeah. So even like thinking about running a ministry, um, confronting is actually a big part of running I think any type of ministry um, to create a safe place for the people that are under you right yeah. and so you find yourself confronting a lot and how are you able to manage that in this new Katie I really have to work through a lot of ungodly beliefs right yeah. that I'm at fear of oh man are people gonna judge me that I'm being too harsh mm. you know fear of offending people well guess what how many people did Jesus offend? Yeah. So many. Yeah. But he never sinned. Right. Mm. So if I'm doing mm. my part and I'm praying before I'm confronting and I'm moving in a pure heart, if someone's offended, that's between them and the Lord. And that may sound hard, but I, I say that for myself too. Katie G's, why are you offended right now? I have to take that to the Lord. So right. that's kind of how I'm walking it out is making sure that my heart is pure that's if good. I need to yeah. walk through forgiveness with whoever right? it is I'm confronting, I need to do that before because then what's going to happen when I'm confronting that ugliness is going to surface. Right. Because you weren't doing that before, right? Oh, you, like no. when you were... Whatever. If someone came at me, <laughs> if someone came you at me... You consult the Lord yes. first. I did not consult the Lord. I was yeah. like, I'm going to show you what's up right now and you're never going to mess with me again. Like, so would you say that that tenacity is under this, this self-godly control? For the most part, yes. It's a, it's a work in progress still. I'm not totally hey, being, there yet. Hey, yes. But yes, I was, all of us. one of my favorite things I'll say to myself is, am I where I was last year? No. So I'm in a better place. Like, yeah, I'm in a go. better place. I'm growing in Christ. Like, I'm not, he doesn't expect me to be perfect, but I am supposed to change from glory to glory, right? And what does that do? That keeps you humble. Oh, yeah. Right? Of like, because the moment we think we've got it all together, the moment we think we've made it, what is that? That's pride. Yep. And the enemy is prowling and prowling. He can't reach us. Like, I saw something in a teaching, um, this was years ago, and it was such a beautiful picture because they talk about how, like, everything here on earth is upside down when it comes to the kingdom. Mm -hmm. So for us, the kingdom is really what's upside down, mm -hmm. right? Well, when we think of a mountain, right, getting to the top, what do we usually think? Pride. Because if you make it to the top, you're super successful. You've oh, yeah. made that top, that big yep. job. You're making all that money. Ooh. You've gone where you want to go. You've made it to the top of the mountain. But guess what? It's actually at the bottom in the kingdom because pride is at the bottom of the mountain. Humility is at the top of the mountain. Mm -hmm. And so there was this picture, this illustration that was given of like the enemy prowls around the bottom of the mountain because that's where pride is. Wow. But humility is up at the top of the mountain. He can't reach you when you're up at the top because he cannot humble himself to get there. Right. So the moment we fall out of humility, we start to fall down the mountain and we become prideful. The enemy's got us. Mm. So... And I think humility is huge for identity. Yeah. Identity yeah. in Christ. Yes, correct. Right? Because yes. we don't want to put our identity in things that we've created. Yeah. Right? Things or other people have spoken over exactly. us that we take pride in. Yeah, yeah. but humility is, is so influential when we're walking in our identity in Christ because we're realizing it's his work in and through us that we're able to do 
the giftings he's put inside of us. Yeah. We shouldn't be doing them out of our own strength. Right. We should be moving with the power of the Holy Spirit as we operate in those giftings. Right. Absolutely. I, I've known since I was a kid that all I ever wanted to be was a wife and a mother. Like that was, that was what I would think about. And I remember people would ask, even my friends, not just teachers, what do you want to be when you grow up? And I wouldn't, I wouldn't usually vocalize it. Um, so it's not like anybody spoke negatively about it to me, but I perceived that it was not mm-hmm. deemed as important. Um, so I never actually shared with people that I want to be a wife and a mom, even though that was what was in me, in my my wishes, if you were, because I did not grow up in the church. So I would pray, but I didn't know who I was praying to. I would pray for a husband that loved me just as much as I loved him, and I would pray for children. Mm-hmm. That was the heart of my prayers. Mm -hmm. And so when people would ask me, what do you want to be? I would always come up with different things, whatever I was interested in Uh at the time. And I just kept moving in that. So eventually I become a counselor student and getting my master's and I'm thinking, oh, I'm going to become a counselor in marriage and family. Mm -hmm. I'm going to restore the foundations of the family. I'm going to help Mm -hmm. people grow. I was placing my identity in counseling. Mm -hmm. I had also placed my identity in my workplace. Mm -hmm. I had placed my identity in things of the world. And God decided to do a work on me. And he was like, I'm going to take this away. I'm going to take this away. I'm going to take this away. And the reason is Mm -hmm. because he had given me the desire of my heart, which is be a wife and a mother. Mm -hmm. But but I found myself complaining Mm -hmm. that I had to be a wife and a mother. Mm -hmm. Like something happened in our lives where I had to leave my job because I had to come home and watch my child because we didn't have anyone to watch her. Mm. So that meant I had to give up my job and I had to give up what I thought God was leading me to. Mm. But what he was showing me is like, you're placing your identity in these things. These are not who you are. So I'm going to strip them. What do you have left? Mm. And well, I'm a wife and I'm a mother. And he's like, because I've given you those desires and I'm giving you the desire of your heart and you're Mm. not grateful so I, he started doing a work within me mm-hmm. and showing me who I was in him. Yeah. And then he decided to bring me into this place. He's like, I'm going to anoint you to be in a ministry specifically for inner healing, yeah. which is also a passion mm-hmm. and a desire where I can use my giftings. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, I had to humble myself though. And that was a year process, but I was also, I would say a year of Sabbath Mm -hmm. because I wasn't working. Mm -hmm. I wasn't, I couldn't really do anything or go anywhere. I even couldn't volunteer at Unmasked Ministries anymore Mm -hmm. because I had no one to watch my child. And um, God stripping all that stuff away from me to humble me and to show me. And honestly, it brought me to my knees and I repented of like this selfishness that I had and and thinking like Mm -hmm. I deserved more than what I was given already. But I didn't even desire that in the beginning. Mm. Yeah. So backwards. You know what I really like? I think you do this when you teach this class mm-hmm. is how you tell people to write down who they are. Yes. But yeah. not like the Christian answer. Like yeah. how would you answer someone right. if you, if they said like, who are you? Like, right. Um, and the power of that matching up with scripture instead because we can, out of the titles that we possess, this is something you wrote to me, I will never forget, mm. in a card one time. You said, you're more than the titles that you possess. Mm. And that really stuck with me and is going to continue to stick with me because I think sometimes those titles we possess can become our identity. Yeah. So that if God ever did strip them away, we would just completely shatter and be broken. Right. But you know what doesn't strip away? The Word of God. Right. 
That's why we have to be founded in our identity and what he says, who he says that we are. Right. Because when the winds and the rain come, we have to have that foundation. Right. Because they're going to come. Troubles right. are going to come our way. And if we don't know who we are in Christ, we're going to fall. And to do it the way that God created you to be, too. Not to do it the way that everyone else does it or how somebody else does it. You can only be you. Yeah. You can't be anybody else. I know. So even, like, thinking about um, healing. Like, I feel like God has me on this healing journey of, like, wanting to lay my hands on people and see them healed. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, how do you do that? What? what <laughs> how do you pray that? Like, do I need to have, like, this abundance amount of faith? Like, I need to check all these boxes in my, my checklist. And it's like, mm-hmm. no, Krissa. Like, I'm the one doing it. Yeah. It's not about you. Amen. It's not even about the person being healed. Yeah. It's about it's me cool. and me loving them yeah. and my holiness yeah. and a relationship with them. It's when I heal somebody, Carissa, I'm inviting them into a relationship mm-hmm. with me. Mm-hmm. I care more about their heart than I do about their physical healing. Yeah. Yeah. And so having the understanding that it's not about performance, mm-hmm. it's not about me when I fail, right? I might not even have understanding, but also there's not one particular prayer. There's no one particular way to do it. God did it differently or Jesus did it differently throughout the New Testament. Yeah. He never did it the same way. Mm-hmm. So even walking out in your giftings and being you mm-hmm. is the best way that you can, I guess, demonstrate Jesus's love for others. Totally. Something I'm being reminded of right now, too, I think this is during your identity classes, when you talk about how Satan came to tempt Jesus in the wilderness, mm, and yeah. he used half-truths, Yes. but Jesus knew his identity, right, yep. and the word of God to yep. combat that, Yep. and I feel like that's why Jesus was able to walk this earth the way he did, is because yeah. he knew his identity. He was connected to the Father. Yeah. So he knew, yeah, like, I think that's Luke 4, um, when the enemy is, like, tempting him and telling him to, like jump and the angels will come because he uses psalm 91 Uh the angels will come and catch you and then jesus responds it says to not test Mm -hmm. not to put our father to the test and so jesus was like i don't need to jump off this cliff (laughs) i don't need angels to come and save me because i know who i am and also it revealed the enemy knew who he was because jesus hadn't even revealed his ministry yet he hadn't even turned water into wine yet people didn't know he was doing miracles Mm -hmm. so it also revealed to jesus you know exactly who i am (laughs) And so we need to be actually walking in that mentality too yeah. is when we ha- when the adversary comes yep. at us, it's like, you know exactly who I yep. am. Yeah. And they, he may say something like, oh, you struggle with X, Y, Z. You're right. I do struggle with X, Y, Z. Thank you for reminding me. I'm going to go and worship Jesus now because I need him. Yeah. Apart from him, I can't overcome Amen. this. Amen. Amen. Man, there's some of that tenacity. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. There's yeah. a boldness and authority that rises up in us yeah. when we really come to know and understand mm. our identity in Christ. And this is the thing. Like, I feel like it's a continual learning, yeah, right? A continual. Absolutely. It's part of walking out your salvation is activating your identity in Christ. Yeah. And I think even with the spiritual gifts, I think it's very interesting. Sometimes my spiritual gifting might be, um, you know, apostle and teacher. Yeah. But then I take the test test yeah. two years <laughs> later and it's saying prophet and pastor. And I'm like, what in the world? But yeah. it's because God got, first of all, we should aspire to have them all. Right? Yeah. Well, we technically do have them all. It's yeah. just whether we decide to exercise them. And I think there's a scripture in there where some of it is measured out. Yeah. Differently, so you may be measured out more in the apostle. Yeah. I might be measured more out in the prophet. But you still have prophetic giftings. Yeah. You still have the ability to prophesy. Yeah, 
because yeah. the spirit of God lives in us. So yeah. it should have the same characteristics, Ab- right? Absolutely, yes. Um, but I think, too, like God does different things in our life where those giftings come to the forefront. So even though I might not yeah. be feeling like, man, I don't feel like I'm a prophet in a past in the pastoral role, maybe that's something God is wanting me to do in me in that season yeah. of life. And when I think of it that way, I'm like, okay, go ahead. I'm ready. <laughs> Are you ready though? <laughs> I find myself going, Lord, I'm not ready, but okay, let's do it. Like you're going to have to teach me because I don't know what that looks like. That yeah. seems too daunting sometimes. I but I know. Amen. Yeah. But it's all good. It's, it's part of that new, throwing off the old and putting on the new. Yeah. It's a constant throwing off the old. I'm going to throw off this old identity of sassiness. I'm going to put on yeah. this new identity of tenacity. And I'm going to run the race. I heard somebody once say that the greatest adventure you can ever take in life is the one with Jesus. And I, I, I want to say, I, I can't think who said that, but I want to say it was somebody who actually traveled the world. Wow. Um, so it really, like, he had the authority to say that. Yeah. And it'd be really powerful. Mm. And I'm like, because there's sometimes people, there's people out there that are like, I don't want to follow Jesus because that means I have to leave this life that I'm living. Yeah. But it's like, but can I tell you that you may actually have a more exciting and adventurous life than what you have right now? Yeah. One that will intoxicate you and give you a greater high than what you are experiencing right Ooh. now. Yeah. Mm. People need to hear that. Yeah. Anyway, mm. I'm, I've am i been experiencing some of that, and I'm excited to see what else the Lord has, yeah. has in store. Amen. Well, thank you guys so much for listening today. Um, We've really enjoyed doing these last couple podcasts with you guys. Feel free to send us any questions that you have about inner healing, and we'll be working on our next series whenever that's going to come out. But let's go ahead and pray. Father, I just thank you so much for this time. Thank you for allowing us to be able to minister um, through your written word, through the things you've done in each one of our lives. Lord, I just pray for each person that's listening. God, reveal, reveal, Father, what their spiritual giftings are. Show them who they are in Christ. Mm. Mm. I pray, Lord, that I just bind the enemy in Jesus' name of trying to come and speak lies, that they're not worthy. Mm of their identity in Christ. Mm. Father, I pray for the boldness and the courage to walk out their identity in Christ. Mm. Mm -hmm. They would love you and live as a living sacrifice for you out of their love. Mm. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. We also want to invite you, if you want to learn more about these specific topics and exercises that you can do to help renew your mind and and, um, these habits that you can put in place. Um, Our foundations class is October 29th from 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. We welcome you and we hope to see you there.